Okay, so I want to introduce you all to the wonderful Sharon Shannon. Sharon Shannon, I have absolutely adored your music from a, a very young age. I love music anyway, and I particularly love traditional music. And I know you were born in Ruin in County Clare and you now live in Galway, Sharon. That's and right. I know that your debut album in 1991 is the best-selling Irish traditional album of all time. So that's a major achievement. You're amazing. Uh-huh. And then you also, no, no, absolutely amazing. And then you would won a Lifetime Achievement Award in 2009. And you've pray, played all over the world. You've played for Bill Clinton, Rob, Mary Robinson. You've toured the continent, basically. So you're amazing. But how did a lovely girl start how did it all start in Clare tell us about that Sharon um well I grew up in in a a, a very musical family Mary yeah um, my my parents were absolutely mad for music when we were kids and yeah. before we ever started playing I re- remember um just the, the anytime any traditional music came on the radio yeah, turned up, and um, my parents would be dancing around the kitchen, and they were teaching us how to do set dancing. Oh, for and, goodness' sake! Yeah, and then yeah. they sent my brother Gary um, to tin whistle lessons in Corofin. Yes, and of course he um, plays Kilfenora band now, doesn't he? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the the rest was, was were very young. Gary's the oldest, so he would have been ten or eleven at the time. Yes, or maybe even a bit younger, and. Um, uh, and then my, I have, a, I have an older sister, Magella, and then there's me, and then there's Mary. Mary, yes. I was about eight, I think, when Gary started learning, and he thought the rest was at home, the tin whistles. Very good, very and good. He's a teacher still, isn't he? So he, he's yeah, good teacher qualities, yes. A few, a few years later, then Gary took up the concert flute, and it was his, like, uh, we, we all wanted to copy Gary and take up the concert flute as well. The timber yes, flute, and, yes, but it was yeah. a good idea that maybe we should all take up different instruments. Yes, but, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he named out all these different d- different instruments that we could pos- possibly have, and um, fiddle, yeah. banjo, accordion, concertina, harp, but, pipe. Um, but the rest of us could take up instruments, but we wouldn't master them like you, Sharon. You obviously, and your family, you've just a natural gift for it, have you? Do you just play by ear, or how did you play? How, well, how did you? How did you um, learn? Yeah, oh, mostly by ear, yeah. By ear, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And just everything you turned your hands to, you were able to play, obviously. Oh, well, well, most traditional musicians play by ear anyway. Yeah, they do, I know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. And how did you end up doing the accordion, Karen? There? I was just lucky, maybe I was just lucky that the accordion suited me so well. And yeah. um, when, when Gary said accordion, I, I remember reacting straight away saying, I'd love an accordion. Yes, yeah I, yeah. I remember my um my uncle Eamon in Liscanner, who would be uh, my auntie Kathleen's uh, husband. Yeah. Um, uh, he used to have a, a little um, it was either a melodeon or or uh, just or uh, an accordion. They're, they're they're almost the same thing anyway. Yes, but, uh, yes, yes. I remember yeah. he used to have one, and and uh, when we used to visit as very young kids, I remember he used to play it and been very fascinated by the instrument and thought, yes, thinking. Yeah. That, Really lovely looking instrument, and a lovely sound and instrument and everything. But yeah, we never yeah, got yeah. we never got a chance to have a go on it. So fabulous, fabulous. Um, the idea I have of having one of my of my own was very appealing to me. And very um, good. And did you grow up hearing Dermot O'Brien playing the accordion, or was there any mentor for no, you with the accordion? Um, you just we just knew that the, originally the the only music we knew was what we would hear in the radio. In the radio, yes, yeah. 
Yeah, and then we yeah. got a, re a record player and then we had loads of um, Kayleigh Band music and stuff like that. Fantastic. And how did they, how were you discovered, Sharon? How did you get from there to the first time I saw you, which was on the tribute on the Late Late Show with Gay Byrne, where oh. you were very young? How, how did you go from there to that? Um, well, I, I, I was doing loads of playing um, sessions around in County Clare as, as a young younger teenager and um, yeah. playing in pubs and, and, and I, I played in a band. All of our family members played in a band called D-Shirt Tola. That's right, yes. Yeah, yeah. Which was put together by Garoda Holland, a fantastic musician from Caracalla in Innes. Yes, and, um, yeah. And um, as very young teenagers, I was only 14 and Mary, my sister, was only 12 when yeah, we did yeah. our first album with D-Shirt Tola. And it wasn't just our family members, it was loads of great musicians from County Clare and there were some um, uh, uh, Dublin musicians in the band as well. Yeah. And um, we, we recorded an album in in Windmill Lane in Dublin mm -hmm. and um, we toured England and America and um, festivals in, in, in France and everything like that as, as teenagers with that band. Fantastic. That yeah. must have been a terrific experience, Sharon. Oh, that yeah. was your first out of the country, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, amazing. And then, um, as you say, how 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 did it get to the Late Late Show thing? Um, well, I I I ended up going straight from from school and maybe one one year in college and one year in in Limerick. In um, what were you in, doing in college, Sharon? Um, Irish and German. In oh, fabulous, fabulous, yeah. fabulous. When I went to Cork, I, I, I decided to take up the fiddle. I took up the fiddle when I was 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't, do, I didn't go to Cork. I didn't go to college much. <laughs> Good girl. But look at you got there anyway and you enjoyed the college experience, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, um, yeah, I was playing music all the time. Uh, every chance I got, I was playing, right. playing Very music. Very good. And I had gigs in pubs and stuff like that. And then I um I got offered. Oh yeah, I was living in Doolin. Yeah. Playing seven nights a week as well uh, during the summer of um of my leaving cert and the first year in college and um and Limerick as well. I did a secret secretarial course in Limerick, but every weekend I was in Doolin, mm. and I spent yeah maybe two or three full summers playing yes. seven nights a week in Doolin. Yeah. And then yeah. I got offered um to play music. Um, with uh, the Druid Theatre in Galway. Yes. I, that was 1988. All right, so okay. That's what brought me to Galway. Very good, yeah. And um, the Waterboys were, were kind of spending an awful lot of time in Galway at the time as well because they were recording Fisherman's Blues. And Brilliant, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So then I, um, between the jigs and the reels, I got invited to play with the Waterboys and tour Jeez. with them and record with them and um that was amazing Sharon you must yeah. have been absolutely thrilled yeah. to get that yeah 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 well um I had actually met up with John Dunford who is the Waterboys um sound man yeah yeah and um he and Dennis Desmond from MCD yes had, uh, Dennis had offered to put, put I think it was Dennis Desmond that offered to put, put, put up some money for me to, to, to record an album. 
Yes, yes. I, I'm okay. not sure. I'm, I might be getting my dates mixed up. No, no, you're doing great. Yeah. And the, the very fact that the water buys um, invited a traditional player was the fact that they, they saw that you were big into different varieties of music, even at a young age, Sharon. You, you weren't just the traditional player playing the traditional jigs and reels. Yeah. You had a huge ability to be able to mix it, didn't you? You know, you were... I, I think I got that, that um, from li living in Doolin because when... Hmm. When I was living in Doolan, and Doolan is still the same. It's fantastic, magic. Yes, place. I love. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's like, it's like a magnet for great <laughs> musicians and great like alternative types of people yes, from all over yes. the world. That's so true. When I, yeah. when I was living in Doolan, I I I met you know loads and loads of amazing musicians and mm. amazing people that you know that were broad minded musically mm. and and um, so I got to hear lots of lots. Of, uh, lots of different types of music and and kind of join in and try try to play along with. Yeah, but you but you were open to it too, Sharon. Some people would be closed. You were open to it and and you were willing to try it, which which is the real genius in you. And what happened then, Sharon? You the water buys you went on on tour. Go on, I interrupted you. Keep keep yeah. talking. How you um, got to that height? So and I was trying to answer your question about how it got onto yeah. the, the, the late late show and all that. Mm. Um, yeah, I I played and recorded and toured with the Water Boys for about a year and a half and my own album kind of got put got put on hold. Yes. Um, I had begun um to start making it mm. um in Winkles Hotel in Canvara in what what year was it? Nineteen eighty nine. Yes. And, yeah. and, and and it was during the making of a live album in Winkles in Canvara that um um the the Water Boys arrived down to it as well because they were friendly with John Dunford of course because yes, John was doing song for them and uh, yeah. all these years later ever since then to this present day John John Dunford is my manager very good uh, I spoke to John lovely man yes, uh, yes. yeah so so I, I presume maybe maybe it was John that invited them down and and during that time then that's when um when Mike Mike Scott um um who is the chief water boy <laughs> yes uh, yeah. he asked me when we were in Canvara that time, if I would do some shows with the Water Boys, lovely, so, lovely. One show led to two, and led to three, and led to several, and um, my own album kind of never got finished. Okay, uh, <laughs> yes. the one I had just started, so I didn't start, I didn't get cracking again with my own album. It it kind of just got put shelved uh, yeah. for from for, for about two years while I was yes. uh, busy going around the place with the Water Boys. Yes, of course, of course, yeah, yeah. Fancy, by the way. He's gorgeous. He's gorgeous, Sharon. Oh, he's lovely songs here, and they're fabulous. So oh, then, obviously, being, being the best album and the most high album, that's where the invite for the late late came. Obviously, isn't it? That's where. Uh, probably, uh, well, yes. as well as that, as well, um, the album and all that. Maybe ha having had all that experience with the Water Boys, um, yeah. that helped for it to be. A, um, a big selling album, maybe because a lot more people knew me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Traditional music circles, people knew, but, knew me from but, the other. But I think Sharon, you're not doing yourself justice because not only are you a genius in music and genuinely are, and, and I love particularly all of your music, but the Blackbird I think is just amazing altogether. But what, what's lovely about you is that you've just got this lovely, sincere. Uh, feeling on the stage you just look very happy but just look very genuine and I think you just draw people in and that I really mean that and, and everyone says it about you and you know you're on the stage you're just smiling at all your your mates that are beside you and you're just clearly loving it and you're just 
really pass that out to the audience. And I think that's why people love you. You've got that special gift and it is a gift, but that's what draws people in. And that's why people love you so much. So oh, thank you so much. Burn, but genuinely, but Gay Byrne was mad about you. You know, he, he just was just oh, in awe. Oh, okay. Gay was lovely. And he was, he was. Yeah. So yeah. good to me, yeah. It was yes, amazing. Yes, he was, yeah, yeah. But he, Gay had a natural ability to pick out great talent, and um, and genuinely he did, as you know, because he picked. Oh out yeah, many. well, there was a lovely lady at the time called Bridget Rowan who was yeah. researching for the late, 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 late at the time, and she, yes. I have to say, she was amazing. She really. For goodness sake, yeah, she, yeah. She yeah. came down and visited my family in Bailacana and everything down. Ah, uh, lovely! Yes. Just to get the whole, the whole. She really, really did her research big time. Yeah, um, yeah. As well. It was a brilliant, uh, um, absolutely brilliant show. And actually, they dedicated the entire show to you. And it annoys me now on the late late, the way they just sort of do, you know, this half hour tribute and not the full show, because you got the full show and music lovers love to get the full show. This absolutely. everything packed into half an hour isn't good enough for us at all. We're not we're not happy with that. But yeah, 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 full yeah. Show and it was lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Those full shows that they did all those years ago, they were great. That, you they know, were. They, yeah, they were I think they need... Yeah, they need to go back to that because we, we need yeah. we, we need the full thing. We don't want just to be packed into a half an I hour. An hour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. With Sharon, yeah, Mary, you were asking about it's the, the the you know that 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 track the the, the blackbird. Um, oh, I love that, it! Absolutely love it. Uh, that was um, re- released as a single from from my my first album, uh, but yes. it was also a contribution. I was asked to to give two tracks um, from that first album. To the Woman's Heart album, so that oh, was one lovely. Of, that yes, the track on the Woman's Heart album. So the success of the for empowering women, as you know, Sharon. <laughs> yeah, the success well. of the Woman's Heart album, you know, re- would would have really contributed as well to the, the pos- pop, pop popularity of that of that particular track. As of well. course, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that particular track, that Blackbird, it's just fabulous. It's just so like if you were down in the dumps, it would just lift you, Sharon. It really yeah, is fabulous. It's, and it's it's a jig, really, but you play it so fast, it's just amazing. Yeah. I, I <laughs> love it. I love it. And I'm I'm sure everybody it's probably one of your most popular pieces, is it, Sharon? Yeah, I mean, you have loads is, of popular yeah. pieces, but that's yeah, that's definitely your theme music, I would say. And Sharon, yeah. doing what you do and you're amazing at it, how hard is it to, to keep yourself, you know, on the road? Obviously, you've been off with COVID, but on the road touring, it's not an easy life, sure. It's not. How do you keep yourself so happy and so healthy and so you know, it's so, so sort of always in a good humor like you are. How do you yeah, do yeah. it? Well, you, you, you've um, traveling, you on the positive, yeah. being, being on the road, like uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of traveling. Mm, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But the show itself, the, the, the you know, the shows themselves, the festivals and um Stuff like that, they're they're fantastic. I I I love those, and I love mm. meeting the audience members. They're always so enthusiastic and so yes. encouraging. And, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Have you done Carnegie Hall Hall in in New York, Sharon? Did you? No, Carnegie no. Hall. That's one. No, that's one you have to do. There. Okay. Well, that's one you have to do. What's your best? Which show gave you the best memory so far? Do you think? Or what what one stands out? Oh my God! It. It's very hard to pick out yeah. anyone in particular. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, sometimes you could do a, t- a tiny little gig somewhere. Yes, um, yes. With a small audience, like a really intimate gig, and it has this amazing vibe. Actually, even just the other day, um, a couple of weeks ago, we did um, 
an, an, an open air, we'll say. We'll in say Killarney, open, I heard. Yes. Oh, in Killarney, yes. Yes, no, I heard about in, that. It was brilliant. In, in No, no, a few weeks ago, but a, week, a few weeks before that, we were in um, in Clonakilty. Oh, lovely. Um, yes. In Tavares and Clonakilty, and there was only 25 people allowed in um, because um, the, the, it, it was before we were allowed to go back indoors. Yes, so yes. Outdoors in this tiny little backyard and with social yeah. distancing and everything, there was only um, 25 people allowed. For lovely, but, but I'm sure loads heard it. We had, had the most gorgeous show because we were talking to, like, the audience were sitting in front, right in front of you, like as if, um, um, like as if they were in your house. So we, we yeah. were just chatting away between numbers. It, I, it didn't feel like a normal show at all. Yes, uh, it was very intimate. Very I wasn't introducing the next piece of music like I would normally. The, the audience, yes. we were just having a normal chat with the audience, which okay. was lovely. Yeah, and so completely different to playing a festival in, you know, a, a really nice festival in a sunny day as well. Of it's course, really of course. And of course, COVID has been very hard for all musicians. How did you keep yourself going, Sharon, over the last 18 months? How did you keep yourself going upbeat? How did you sort of... I know you love the animals, so that's... Yeah, that's well, the animals yeah. keep me very busy. I have all these rescue uh, dogs and cats here, and, and there's an awful lot of work. Good girl. Um, so, well, apart from that, I went mad um, doing up the house at the start of lockdown. I got loads of paint and... Um, well done. Learned how to do loads of, like, artistic type um, stuff. Um, girl, yeah, well done. You know, kind of it, more, a bit more interesting than, than just painting the walls. Exactly. Good girl, yeah. Just learned how to do loads of nice little things and, and um, I uh, got nice stencils of, uh, all I made a, a, a lot of little stencils of flowers and um, uh, just interesting little things. So they're, they're all up all over the wall, walls and the house is like a Mexican restaurant. It's so colourful now. Gorgeous. I, 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 mad with colours. So well, colour drives the hormones, you see, the serotonin, the happy hormone. So that's why yeah, it's so yeah. important, Sharon. So well done. But yeah. I suppose we all appreciated our, our homes more because we were in them, weren't we? We were just going in and out always. But yeah. that's the one thing yeah. COVID did. It made us Absolutely. sort of... As well as that, um, the outdoors as well, being outdoors loads. Yes. and um, You explored and your then, five kilometres very well. Yeah, and writing loads of tunes. I, I, oh, I, I, I wrote loads and loads and loads of new tunes. And um, yeah, and I um, I was challenged by the great rug, rugby player Robbie, Robbie Henshaw to, to take up a new instrument. Oh, well done. It, it was part of um, a fundraising um, yes. thing for a charity. Yes, uh, yeah. And, and I had five days to, to learn a new instrument. That um, was the guitar, was it, Sharon? That's right. Yes. Yeah, so yes, I learned. Yeah, yeah. I saw you on the late lace. You were you were playing that. You were very good, actually, especially yeah, with the, the leather yeah, yeah. and everything. You really yeah. did it well. <laughs> yeah, so I decided to learn a tune on the guitar and um, uh, on the electric guitar. My my friend my Lord, lives here in the house. Um, yeah. Plays heavy, heavy metal music on the electric guitar. So um, he very kindly lent me his guitar, and I decided to learn a tune on it. And uh, oh, wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, I played one of my own tunes that I had written last year. And um, so then I had so many new tunes. Um, I started recording. I um, said, come on, we're going to do an album. Good, good. And, and when is it due? When is it due, Sharon? 
What you say, Mary? When when is it due? When have you got the album due? We did a new album last year, and it came out just before Christmas last year, and it was it's called The Reckoning. Oh yes, yes, I know, I know that one. And it's all those new tunes that I wrote last fabulous, year. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. I've loads Good more. There'll be another album on the way. Yeah, yeah I've, I've I've plenty more for another one now as well. Good girl. Well, that's the one thing you've got time to do that anyway. And what's, yes. what, Sharon, do tunes just come into your head or how do you write tunes? Are you just always sort of walking along and thinking of a tune or how do you oh, get Oh, yeah, them? I can just write them while I'm out walking the dogs or whatever and I can record them into the phone. God, just you're, just, them in. you're just a pure genius, absolute pure genius. And I Sharon, be, no, but you are, but you are absolutely and such a lovely person. Sharon, everyone listening in will say, but Sharon Shannon has it all. She's she's world famous at the height of her career. But obviously we all know that you had heartbreak as well. That must have been very hard for you to lose your partner. How, how did you manage to get through that? Um, obviously it was, well, it was sudden. It was a sudden death. He had a heart attack. Which was uh, awful. Yeah. Which was awful. Um. Yeah, really, really, of course, obviously, very, really, really hard mm. to get mm. over something like that. Oh, desperate, desperate, yeah. yeah. Especially in the public eye, it's hard enough normally. I lost my own husband suddenly as well, Sharon. But to oh, lose, sorry, Mary. Yeah, but to lose uh, someone in the public eye is even harder, you know, so yeah. great credit to you. And, and how are you doing now, Sharon? Um, well, uh, at the time, um, you kind of, you just kind of, I think your subconscious keeps you going. Yes. It doesn't allow you to feel the full impact of, of the grief. Yes. Uh, yes. And yeah. I, I, I had found that out as well um, from a lot of the books that I had been reading, mm -hmm. uh, counselling stuff. And it, it's really strange. But before Leo died, I had spent about a full year reading up. I read... Oh my God! I don't know. It must be thirty or forty different books about uh, about grief and and dealing with yes. grief. And this is yes. before Leo died. That's um, incredible. I had um, I just became very interested in the whole thing because um, my a very good friend of mine, her son, her only child, her son was killed in a car accident. Mm, mm. Um, just uh, about a year. Um, before that and I was so I've just felt completely unequipped to, to deal with um how to be there for her and help yes. and yes. her to deal yes. with it and, and um I was um I just ended up reading an awful lot of uh, um that kind of stuff and yeah. um maybe it uh, it, it it probably helped me then as well in oh, the long I would, run. I would say so. What sort of books do you find? Do you keep do you keep doing meditation, um, Sharon, or do you do any of that? Or you know, what sort of books do you read when you get a chance I, to, well, to help I, you? I wish I did med meditate and uh, <laughs> I do be doing yoga and everything. And and it's the one thing that I really wish. Yeah, but your music is probably doing, a form of meditation I, for you, Sharon. What? Your music is probably a form of meditation for you. Maybe it is, and and the dog walking and stuff like that. But yes, then, yeah. You know, I I I I'd 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 really, um, whatever about the meditation, I'd love to be, um, into yoga.
and to be really flexible into my 90s and when I'm 100, <laughs> when I'm 110. Well, well now, you, you know what COVID has taught us all, not to procrastinate, Sharon, and just to go yeah, for yeah. it. If that's what you want, you're going to go for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'd Sharon, love to be nice and flexible yeah. <laughs> in my old age. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will be. And Sharon, the, the animals, did, were you always into the animals or did that sort of really, was it after Leo's death that you got into the animals or...? Oh yeah. no! I've always loved animals. Yeah, and and, yeah. and Leo was brilliant with the animals here as well. He was, yes, yes, like, yeah. Doctor Doolittle, Doolittle, he was uh, very, um, really good at training them and mm. understanding them. And and um, yes. Um, so no, I grew up on a farm, Mary. So oh, we like myself, yes. Yeah, yes, and we were yes. always out with the dogs, training them to to do tricks and jump and yeah. jump and um. And uh, even training the cats and the horses we had with ponies as well. And we used to do show jumping. And you were a competitive show jumper, I read, uh, Sharon. You yeah. actually were competitive right up to the age of 16, I think, or 15, weren't you? Yeah, ponies, yeah, show jumping yes. ponies. Yeah, but sure, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I loved it. I was really, really passionate. Good at it. it. Yes, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. Very passionate. Loved it as, just as much as music. As music. I was very uh, obsessed with it. Okay, and how and how is it that you made the decision to go to music rather than stick with the show jumping? Oh well, I was upset. I love animals so much. I was completely mad about the, the ponies. Totally yes. loved them so much, and um, uh, I just felt at one with with the pony when we were, you know, we were a great team. Uh, yes, you know, yes. We we I practiced every day and and you know we were great friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. I spent a lot of time outdoors with with the animals as well. All, all of us did. We were great animal lovers. Fantastic, uh, yeah. Family as well. But yeah. um, yeah. How did I choose between music and and, and music and and, and show jumping? Um, how did you? Because you mean you were you were competing at a high level in show jumping. Uh, well, um. Yeah, we our, our ponies. We had grade A ponies, which, as you say, it's a, it's a high level. They were yeah. really, really, really good ponies. We were, we were lo very lucky that yes. my father was breeding all these fantastic show jumping ponies. Yeah, yeah. You have to be over. You have to be under sixteen to ride a pony, and oh, once yeah. you go over sixteen, you have to get a horse, which is a, bigger, a bigger animal. Yeah. And um, we didn't have any show jumping horses. Yes, yeah. And yeah. I was about to flee the nest anyway, because, you know, I did the, I just, uh, my, I turned 17 on the first day of my leaving search. And then, oh my goodness. Just, so, so that was the end of the ponies for me. Yes. And, and when I was finished the leaving search, I was more or less left home as well, because I, I went to, to Doolin that summer playing. And you. then, um, and I did a coltus tour that August, sorry, that October. So it was the full month of October in um, in America. Mm -hmm. And then uh, November, I came back and then I, I, I spent the rest of that school year in Cork. But I was uh, nearly every weekend I play, I was in Doolin. Doolin playing, yes. Yeah. yeah. That following summer, the, the next few summers I was in Doolin as well. So. I had no access to, to horses and we'd none with no horses at home anyway. Yes, so exactly. None that were none were that, that were suitable for show jumping. And my my father got offered good money for the pony. Oh, the, the yeah. that I had. 
bed. So the poor pony was sold and I was broken hearted about that. And, and had, he, had he held the pony and realised that the girl who rode the pony was going to be world famous, he's made a fortune for the pony now, Sharon. But anyway, <laughs> the pony lived. <laughs> oh, oh the goodness. pony was gone when I came home one weekend. Okay, so, so Sharon, yeah. what you have to do, you know the Black Beauty... Sorry? The movie, my daughter to... loves it and we all love it. And there's that lovely music. Yeah, sorry. You know the Black Beauty movie? The Black Beauty movie that we all watch with Black Beauty in it. And there's that gorgeous music. You'll have to write. Yeah, as kids, my daughter loves it. And we all, it's often brought out for us to watch. But you need to write a a theme music for for a pony now. We'll we'll all be waiting for that in the next album. That's what you'll have to do, Sharon. And Sharon, would you be open to finding love again? Or are you just going to focus totally on the music and the animals? Because obviously being through such a heartbreak is horrendous. Oh, that's a good question. I think you're such a fun-loving person that if someone comes along the way, hopefully you will, because it would be lovely to, to see that happen for you, Sharon. It really oh, would. Sure, yeah, I, I, maybe I wouldn't turn it away, but um, um, life is good anyway. That's that's the key thing. So what's, yeah. in, what's in the future for you, Sharon? You're, you're continuing to, to play the music. You're going to do more albums. That competitive streak that you used in pony jumping is, is in you, isn't it, for the music? Um. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't call it competitive either as regards the music. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, it's just that, that that willingness to always do your best and give of your best is what I really mean, Sharon. Yeah. Um, well, I'm looking forward to recording all the, the new tunes that I have. I've Good loved girl. the new ones, so I'm really looking forward to, to getting them recorded. And yeah. um, Alan, the guy that plays, I, I, I have um, several different um, musicians that... Um, versions of 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 um a band that mm-hmm. sometimes there's a big band and sometimes it's a three-piece band and sometimes it's just Alan and me which is uh-huh. um Alan plays piano and electric guitar and um he's a kind of like a one-man band and Alan and myself are working on um tunes together at the moment brilliant brilliant so brilliant brilliant will be with Alan but I don't know whether we're going to do a full album or not or, or, or a studio album because studio albums cost money Yes, and um, yes. people don't really buy albums anymore. So I think what we're going to be doing is maybe just recording something live. Beautiful. Record a, record a live gig or something and, 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 and have that as, as an album, a live album or something like that. Or we might, just, we might just record one, one tune at a time and put them yeah. out one, one at a time once a month or something like that. Fantastic, fantastic. And has your type of music changed now since COVID? Have you become more reflective or are you, do you want, are you producing music that's more invigorative and sort of, you know, r- raising the spirits or what, what are you doing, Sharon? Well, a bit of both. Mm. Okay. A bit of both. It's like I always have done. It's, it's always a bit of both. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And are you, how do you fit with, like you're world famous, Sharon, and you're such an ordinary, lovely, genuine person. But how do you, do you see that you're a mentor for people and that like, you know, even people look and see how you've got to the, the peak and yet are so down to earth and so genuine and you're still giving and you've got all those animals and rescuing them and that's giving. Do you, do you realise that you're a, you're a huge mentor in people's lives who are listening to this? I, I suppose, yeah, I, 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 um, I get told that, all right. Yeah, yes, and, yeah. And, and hopefully I can um, help people to, to or, or inspire people to... To, um, to keep going. Yeah, 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 and, and if they have the gift to 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 use it and keep going and just stay happy and stay in the moment, and you obviously have had your tragedy and you oh, still yeah. come out come through it, and that was tough. 
but you're still yeah. smiling and that's the key, oh, isn't it, Sharon? Yeah. Well, what's, what, what would be your advice be to people, you know, who are struggling at the moment, Sharon, and who are sort of, you know, finding life very tough because you've come through a lot and you're still smiling, which is wonderful. What would oh your advice be? What some people are coming through is just, or what people are, what, what people are, are suffering, what some people are suffering is 10 billion times worse than <laughs> I have ever gone through. I know. Um, um, I suppose to try, try, try and focus on the light at the tunnel, end of the tunnel, there, there, there usually is a, a light, even if you can't see it. Exactly. Exactly. Just know that it's there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And do you find it hard to keep a routine going, Sharon, because you're self-employed? Uh, you know, do you find it hard to get up in the morning or say, do you, or obviously the dogs get you up anyway, but do you find it hard just to keep yourself going or do you, you know, is, is that something that's hard for you? Do you find it easy? Because um, like I if you have a nine to five job, obviously you have to be up at nine and whatever, yeah, but you, you have yeah, to yeah. be self-employed. It's a little more difficult. You have to be a bit more disciplined, don't you? Exactly, but like you say, that the animals keep me um, grounded, and even if I'm tired, I still have to get up to. Mm. to... Good girl, fantastic. And and where's family, Sharon? You're quite close to your family as well. They've obviously been a huge factor, have they? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. My um, my younger sister. I was just down with Mary, my younger sister, yesterday, uh, and 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 her three gorgeous kids. Lovely. And, they're great. They were they were minding three of my dogs for me for the last four or five days. Gorgeous dogs. <laughs> Gorgeous. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah, I go down to see um, uh, Daddy Shannon. He's ninety three years old. I Fantastic. go down to, him, down to visit him uh, um, as often as possible. Good girl. Uh, Good girl. Yeah, Good girl. I did. I did um, um, this on my last album. There's a, a tune called Daddy Shannon's Jig. Yes. A four part jig. Yeah, we did a, a video. It's kind of an amateur video. It's a kind of it's not a big fancy video that cost a fortune or anything to do yes. that. But, yeah. Uh, it's it's a really nice video. Um okay. Okay. Daddy Shannon's jig. If anyone wants to check it out, I'm I really like it. It's called Daddy Shannon's Jig. If anyone wants to check out the video. We'll um, we'll we'll check that out. No, obviously on the late late you had all your family playing. You had Gary and you had was it his daughter was was playing as well, I think. Was it Gary's daughter was playing as well and that last was it okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a real family event and you could see yeah. the real support you were getting as well, which yeah. was lovely. Yeah, which Queen was lovely. Yeah, Gary's kid. Gary has four kids and they all play. Which and Magella has four kids and they all play. And Fantastic. Mary has three kids and they all play. And they all play. Fantastic. Soon the dogs yeah. will be playing too, Lovely. Sharon, I'm sure. Yeah. And, Queen, <laughs> and Magella's daughter, Queelan, um, was on, I don't know if you saw the, the TG Cahar programme, Heartlands. Yes, I did. I did. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Magella's daughter, Queelan, that, that, did, that did that with me. She's uh, Fantastic. Beautiful. Uh, the teacher uh, in a great beautiful, beautiful and Galway Girl is a fantastic song but what was the what was the did you write that Sharon or who wrote it the, the oh, whole Galway Girl you know the yeah, I was just really really lucky um, um, to have been in the right place at the right time um, great friends with Steve Earl the, the man that wrote the song he's a, yes. a, an American sing song, singer songwriter who was living in Galway um, yes. 30 years ago and yeah. Uh, it, that that's one of three or four songs he wrote at the time. 
and absolutely uh, fabulous. Yeah, I, and obviously I, the, the the fact that you're you're living in Galway now makes it extra special, doesn't it? Yes, yes, yes. And um, well, um, Steve, I, I was really good friends with Steve when he was living in Galway, and um, um, he invited me and my sister Mary and Lizzie Vaughan Kane and Joyce Redmond, the, the, just a, a gang of girls, yes. uh, to yes. play with him on the recording of of the. The, the song and we uh, we did this little tune in the middle of it and all that so um um between Steve's manager and my manager they came to the conclusion that there was going to be no money um <laughs> exchange hands and that that I could use the the song on my album and Steve could use the song on his album and um it was on an album of mine called the Diamond Mountain Sessions and the, I, had, I had loads and loads of uh, other guests on the, on that particular particular album as well, including Desi O'Halloran from Inish Boffin singing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, lovely, lovely, yes. Yeah. And the very first single that we re- really, we had loads of very famous people, guests on that album. It was a who's who of, of guests, that uh, amazing, gorgeous people like John Prine and everyone, yes. um, and Jackson Brown. But um, the first single that we released from the album, from that album was um, The Galway Girl. Yeah. And, it got no radio play. No one played a blind bit, bit of blind bit of notice to it. It was a complete flop. Yes. And, and the next one, a few weeks later, that we released was Desi O'Holland's "Say You Love Me," and it was a massive hit. Goodness, yes. Right? So, um, um, the Galway Girl song didn't take off until almost ten years later. That is incredible. Yeah, and it took off when we did. Uh, I did a version of it with. Monday. That's in, right, yes. Live in the Roshan Dove w- one night for um, uh, a live radio show for um, um, Today FM with Tom Dunn. Mm-hmm. For um, goodness sake. It was yeah, Tom yeah. Dunn's idea to ask Monday to sing it. Wow, wow. Yeah, and then Tom Dunn played it every day on the radio. And then, um, amazing, Tom Dunn got, got an amazing reaction to it. And then um, it, there was an amazing reaction to it that night. Yes. Sang it's a good bit faster version of it than, than Steve Earle, so I think that helped as well. Yes, yes, yeah. And the fact that we did it live and um, and then um, Ray Darcy yes. started playing it every day on the radio as well, so it got massive airplay and it just grew legs all of its own. The For goodness day. sake. For yeah, goodness sake. Both Mundy and myself got given um, Meteor Awards on in 2008 and 2009 um, for most downloaded song. For God's um, sake, for God's yeah. sake. Well, yeah, Sarah, so, and there was loads and loads of things happened then with the song to make it into what, what it is. It got put on a Hollywood movie. Um, it was on the Bul- Bulmer's ad. Yes. Um, for, for two years running. Um, Loads and loads of things happened to, to just give it legs all of its own and it's still running away by itself. You're amazing. <laughs> well, Sharon, you're, you're such a wonderful, empowering female, but you're oh. such a lovely person that I, I really believe in karma. I think all these good things are happening because you send out loads of good and you really do. Uh, you're fantastic. But for, for, for women and men all over Ireland and, and abroad, you're just fantastic. You're a real icon, but you've worked hard to get what you are. You're gifted. You're a genius. And um, you, oh. you're just, you really are. And, I, and you've come through a lot as you're well. Too, and you're, you're just... Fair. 
Far too kind, Mary. No, but I'm telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But, <laughs> but you've come through all the tragedy that you have and you've still come out on top and you're just sharing the love with all of us and continue to produce songs that lift all of us fabulously and every time you come and play and, and entertain us it's always you're in a happy mood you just transcend the whole place with happiness and it's just it's wonderful and it really you're exactly a tonic for all of us particularly at this tough time and, and people that are going through a tough time must just love and enjoy your music Sharon so you're just a great asset to us all and thank you so much I really mean thank that. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. And, and thank you to all, everybody that's that's watching and, and listening. Uh, thanks for, for joining us. Not at all. And continue to be the, the, the icon you are. You're fantastic, Sharon. And we're all really, really proud of you. Thanks so much, Take Mary. Care. Not really at all. Not at all. You too. Yeah. You too, Sharon. Well done.